Welcome to The Mon Does The Six Questions, where the same six questions can tell a unique story. I am your host, Demond, father of two, husband of one, and leader of this here Demondcast. Thank you if it's your first time, and thank you if it's your next time for joining us on Demond Does. Uh, before we get started, please remember to leave a five-star review wherever you downloaded this from. Leave some notes or comments or whatever because it helps the show grow. It's I don't know how it works, but that's those are the rules, and that's what we're going with. And now, on to the review. My guest has lived in nine states in the United States. Nine. Was a parachute rigger in the Army, and most importantly, is the Dungeon Master of the Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition Actual Play microphones and monsters i hope i got that right <laughs> yeah yeah you did Woo! please give it up for adam colbertson <laughs> thank you i don't think i've ever been introduced that way before that's awesome <laughs> yes thank you for taking time out to talk to a perfect stranger how you doing this morning I'm doing great. How are you? I you am. My coffee. I just did some errands. <laughs> yes, coffee, the nectar of the gods. Before we get into the six questions, where would you like to be found on the net? Uh, you can find everything that, that I'm doing at mikesandmonsters.com. Not only do we have microphones and monsters, we also have Stick Shift Incorporated, and we have more podcast productions coming soon. Ooh, dude! Is uh, can we get a sneak preview of uh, some concepts or anything, or or is it, or do we have to wait? Well, there's one. It's finished recording. It's a spinoff of Microphones and Monsters that picks up the story right after the first arc of the, uh, season three. Uh, so it's in a cyberpunk world mixed with some cosmic horror and 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 stuff like that. So. It's uh, different than <laughs> what what we're doing uh, where in microphones and monsters. So I, I can't I can't give a name or anything like that yet, but it is coming in 2022. Right on. Uh, same players or different group? Uh, one of the players is the same and uh, two two players that are from other podcasts. Oh, right on. That's cool. Heck yeah. All right, Adam. Are you ready to answer the six questions? Yes. All but one, because I couldn't figure out something for one. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll try. I, I, I work better in, in the moment. So Perfect. Question number one. When did you know you wanted to get into podcasting? It was January 2019. I had just started listening to a podcast. It was an actual play podcast, The Adventure Zone. I started listening to it because I started DMing for the first time. And I was trying to learn how to DM. And right around that time, I was like, man, I bet like my stories that I'm coming up with while I'm DMing would be pretty good. And I just happened to be going through one of the rooms in my mother-in-law's house, my late father-in-law, he had 
a bunch of audio equipment because he was he was a musician and i came across a mixer and a microphone and i was just like i messaged my buddy that that runs the podcast with me and i was like hey do you want to learn how to podcast and eventually do a DD podcast and a year later after a lot of prep and running a practice podcast where we just talk just to learn how to edit and everything and we started making microphones and monsters so so it was kind of serendipity you just kind of like man this sounds like a good idea and they just walked in and was like oh uh all the equipment i need yay <laughs> yeah that is very very cool there are a lot of actual play podcasts out there and can you tell us how is microphones and monsters different what makes it unique a lot of D&D podcasts that I've listened to, they do take place in a more like medieval fantasy with with a little bit of little bit of magical science fiction in, involved in that. I wanted to do something while using the D&D rule set rather than using Call of Cthulhu or, or anything like that because I wanted that fantasy feel to it. But I started in a 1920s-esque American setting threw in fantasy, threw in some sci-fi stuff with, with magic to, to help like evolve technology during that time. feel like it's kind of like a, like an, a fantasy X-Files with like fantasy races, like all over the place and in a no noir, noir type setting. Ooh. So fantasy noir X-Files. Yes, that's where it starts. Okay. It's crazy and cosmic epicness by season three, and that's where we are now. So, <laughs> Love it. Um, why Cthulhu? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. This kind of goes with that. I wanted to do Cthulhu. I'm schizophrenic and, well, specifically schizoaffective, but I have a lot of the, the schizophrenic symptoms with hallucinations and delusions and all that kind of stuff. and. I pull from that for a lot of inspiration for my horror because my cast, my, my co-hosts, they don't go through the, the, the same stuff that I do. So that stuff actually scares them in game and, and hopefully it scares the, the listeners as well. Just trying to, to set those scenes of like constant whispering or things moving in the walls and, and, and stuff like that. And then, and then bringing in the, the cosmic horror, existential dread, all that kind of stuff is just... I don't know. I'm I'm really into that. Question number two. What do you wish you had known when you first started out? How addicted I would get to uh, <laughs> creating creating this stuff. I always wanted to do something creative, but I just never really had that outlet to to really do anything. I wasn't. I'm not really like artistic in drawing or anything like that, but I have a very vivid imagination and I, I started putting it out and now I can't stop. And now I got two shows out and three more planned. <laughs> so yeah. Are they all actual plays? No, no. Uh, Stick Shift Incorporated. I, I'm not the original creator of that. I'm now the producer of it among other things. It's an audio drama, the one I was talking about, the cyberpunk future uh, horror. Mm -hmm. That's an actual play. And then I have two 
audio dramas that I have planned plus another. So no, those four plan another actual play as well that I'm not going to be DMing. I'll be playing in. So you're not busy with this stuff at all. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> you jumped in both feet. I love it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what was the most surprising thing you learned? I guess the most surprising thing would be just the the community as a whole, how welcoming it is. And I'm not a very social person. I'm good at faking being social. I don't know. I found it really easy to connect with people networking through the the actual play and just the D&D or just tabletop community in general. It just occurred to me. So you started DMing, what, three years ago? 2019. Yeah. So, yeah, almost three years ago. Well, a couple years ago. Well, I wow. guess it was the end of 2018, like holiday season area. Have you, and you, had you been playing most of, most of your life or was it something no, new that you actually, came into? I, I played off and on, played back in like early 2000s, playing second edition D&D with AD&D, Advanced D&D. With, with some friends that I had and then I moved away and then I didn't touch it. And then I played Pathfinder back in 2013. And then that group kind of fell apart. And then I was like, look, I'm going to DM. I want to finish a game. Like I want to finish a campaign and, and I'm going to make sure this finishes. Even if people leave, we're going to replace them and we're going to, we're going to keep going. Right. On. And I finished that campaign and loved it. Right on. And you've been, you've been addicted ever since. Oh yeah. I, it's, it's like therapy for me. Uh, I, this is a, uh, this is going to be uh, great for the uh, audio medium that is uh, podcasting, but watching your face light up when you started talking <laughs> about like DMing and stuff like that, like, yeah. yes, <laughs> I, that, oh man, like you just, you just, it was like a, like a little sunbeam coming through my computer screen. Oh, wow. I, I get, I get it now. Like I, you know, I've been, you know, I've been one of those, uh, and like on the fringes of uh, tabletop role-playing games personally. Like I love reading the books. I freak out when it's time to, uh, uh, to try to run a game like Panic Attack oh, City. Yeah, so sure. yeah, oh, yeah, like, like, I, so like hearing somebody who's, um, who just picked up DMing and just, and you went straight into, Hey, I'm going to DM it and I'm going to make it public. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I just want to commend you for your bravery. I think it's dope that you're using what your your um your neurodivergency is that is that the right word yeah, I'm yeah, looking that's for? Fine, yeah. Um uh, your mental, mental I yeah. I don't I don't like saying mental illness but cuz it's just me. It's it's not really it's right. just how I work. Uh but yeah, I mean uh, schizo schizophrenia, schizo you can call it what it is. That's fine. Um <laughs> but you use but you uh but you using that to um, to uh, influence your games, I, uh, it, it gives you a, such a unique perspective on horror. I just, I'm I'm fascinated by it. I just think I just think that's awesome. I think it's really cool. Thank you. Are you sad to say that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. That's cool. I, no, I I like. I'm very open about my diagnosis, mental state. I just got out of like a, like a week and a half long kind of funk where I just, I had to take a break from working on two different shows at the same time to, to doing nothing just to, just to take care of myself. So yeah, I work very far ahead and I, 
we're recording season four and we're not even halfway through season three releasing. So I, I, I keep myself very far ahead so I can prepare for months, two months, whatever, how long it takes for me to get back on track. Question number three. What's your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? Now, I lived a bunch of places, but there's one place in particular. Most of my family lives there, extended family and everything. So we visited there a lot, Columbus, Georgia. There's a place called Country's Barbecue. I have to order the same time, same thing every time I go there, even when I live there. Like I had to order it a pork plate, center cut with fries and Brunswick stew with a side order of gravy uh, to dip my fries in. <laughs> 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 and so is is that and that's a place where your family's from like your extended family's uh, from yeah. yeah barbecue uh-huh. is different all over the country depending on where you get it what is different about georgia's barbecue because there's i mean there there's other barbecue places around there i personally prefer like a mustard-based sauce basically any barbecue place now, cause I'm, I'm in South Carolina now and like every barbecue place has like a ketchup base, a mayonnaise base, a mustard base at this point. But I don't know there, like the, the mustard base was just so much better. I'm big on barbecue, but a lot of places are hit and miss really. It's, but Georgia was good. Uh, at least that place is right on. <laughs> Question number four. What are you curious about? Audio. I got I got comic book posters behind me. I got I got Venom behind me. <laughs> uh I'm really big into to comic books and graphic novels. I specifically like like Marvel DC image, like Dark Horse comics, all, all that kind of stuff. Not so much manga. I'm big into like the superhero thing. And I would love to like turn my stories in in like write for graphic novels for them like that that's something i'm really curious about how far have you looked into it i'm curious now i'm curious uh i know that image takes they take pitches they take they take uh pitches from non-agents or people that aren't agented up, up with anybody there's there's one that they'll they'll take uh just writers but most places aren't taking any solicitation right now. Have you pitched anything? Not yet. I kind of wanted to finish this first story because uh, Microphones and Monsters, the first campaign is going to end in season four. And I was kind of waiting until the story was done and then pitch the whole story and do a series, hopefully, Ooh. one day. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Question. Number five. What should I ask you that I didn't know enough to ask? What kind of animals do I have? I have a lot of animals. Do you? Yeah. I have two bull terriers, a boy and a girl. The girl, she's the smallest a bull terrier can get before it's a mini. Oh, wow. And the boy, he his name is Tank. And <laughs> and he's the... he's uh 60 pounds like fit like he's not he's not a sausage he's not fat or anything like <laughs> his, his name is tank and and yeah he's he's massive i got two torty calico cat and 
two horses and a pony that my wife owns. <laughs> so, so you have two two dogs, two cats, uh, three cats, three uh, cats. Two, yeah, two torties and a, and a calico. That's what you, okay, and then two horses. And then two horses and a pony. How do you have time to do anything else? Uh, well, I guess the cats kind of take care of themselves, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cat, yeah, the horses and the pony are my wife's, and I'm at home all the time. I'm medically retired from from the military. Did you know all of your players before y'all got started? On microphones and monsters, I did. Richard, who's like, we're we're fifty fifty partners on like deciding everything. Steven, he is my wife's cousin. And Max, he used to work for my old roommate. And we started hanging out because of that. So wouldn't say I hung out with them all the time, but we all knew each other beforehand. Your first DMing full time was, was Mike and Monsters? Was it before y'all started taping? It was my second campaign. So and your my second first campaign. time coming up with an original campaign myself. What kind of apprehension did you have starting this, or did you? And if you did, how did you overcome it? I wouldn't say I had any apprehensions. Like, I was balls to the wall. Hell, it wasn't even originally like a Cthulhu Mythos horror thing. It was going to be a space sci-fi using D&D rules originally. We did come across a problem, like, almost right before we started recording. We lost two hosts that originally agreed to it back in around like February, 2019, March, 2019, and then come around like October, November, one of them had to back out for, for medical issues or personal issues. And then the other one was again, personal issues had to back out and we had to find two people at the last minute. And that was, that ended up being Steven and Max. Is that when you went from space to fantasy noir horror? No, I actually, I came across Cthulhu mythos uh, supplement book. Oh. in May that year and that's that's when that transitioned but I had a completely different plan for starting it off doing doing some backstory episodes and then my wife was like no that's dumb don't do that <laughs> okay she she was like it's a mystery show like like they're solving a mystery it's horror make the characters a mystery too and so we went in all the listeners know is the like what the characters look like, what their class is. I mean, one of them's a cat that can talk, kind of. <laughs> their individual stories are just as so much a, a mystery as what's going on that they're trying to solve. My wife played a big part in <laughs> in the direction of of where the podcast went, and it's people people are loving figuring out what's what's going on with them. There wasn't any apprehension on my part for doing any of this. I was ready to go. And I, I feel like sometimes I'm trying to drive the others to, to do more and, and <laughs> be on time and, and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm always just ready to go unless I'm not. And then I'm like, Hey, we need to take a break. Question number six. If you could create a new holiday, what would it commemorate? That one's a hard one for me. I don't really celebrate a lot of holidays. I don't know. I, I think something with mental health, maybe maybe a monthly thing. Like everybody gets a, a day off for 
just to, to take care of mental health every month. I know some companies are doing that, but I feel like it should be mandatory. I don't, I don't think we focus enough on, on people's mental health. So a monthly mental health, like a monthly mental health day, like just a yeah. monthly break. That would be awesome. Yeah. It's a good I, idea. I think a, a weekly would be too much. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, don't want to halt things, but yeah, I don't know. A, a day every month for somebody just to, you don't have to celebrate anything. You don't have to do anything, go buy anything. You just take care of yourself. Self-care is so important. And I, oh, yeah. I think a lot of people have found out over the last 18 months or so how important that is. For somebody who, I don't know how to put this, for somebody who's, uh, who doesn't, oh boy, I don't want to say doesn't value it, but doesn't understand or get the importance of mental health, what would you say to them? I would say look into it, research it. I mean, there's places like for, for the United States, there's, there's NAMI. I mean, I guess you can access that website anywhere. Look into like what, what it really means. Cause a lot of people confuse schizophrenia with narcissism or psychopath or something like that. And that's not the case. Like statistically, like schizophrenics aren't violent and, but, but people think, that we are, I have to avoid a lot of, a lot of like Reddit and social media and stuff. Cause anytime something comes up in the news, they're like, Oh, Oh, they're schizophrenic. That's why they did that. It's not how it is. And I mean, I know schizophrenia isn't the only thing that, that gets blamed for, for that kind of stuff. I don't know. I, I think this applies to, to anything really like do your research, actually look things up and don't just go by whatever stigma there is on any uh, marginalized community and that is a perfect end <laughs> that was a perfect <laughs> end thank you so much for your time i appreciate it thank you and thank you for being so open thank you thank you <laughs> i i'm i'm glad i'm glad we did this and thank you once again for tuning in for demand does and if you could take a quick minute if you hadn't already Please go on to your favorite podcast app and leave a review, leave a five star or the highest number of stars that you can give so more people can see the show. That's how it gets seen. So until next time, see it, hear it, speak it, live.